Thanks for everything, mumbled Reed as he wiped down the bar. Like I was the maid delivering towels. He flung the damp washcloth to the side, then immediately picked it up again and walked to the other side of the bar, where he attacked that surface, rubbing it over and over again until the dark wood gleamed. He couldn't help it even though he knew it was a problem. Two weeks had gone by since that night, yet his dismissal, like he was the paid help, still rankled like a fresh bee sting. And for the two weeks, Reed had been jumpier than ever. His sleep was off, and he snapped at everyone at work. It had been years since he'd been this anxious and off-center, and he couldn't take it anymore. "'Can I have a five-minute break?' he asked Vernon, the owner. "'I gotta make a call real quick.' "'Yeah, don't worry about it. It's Wednesday afternoon. No one's drinking yet except Jimmy, and he don't need nothing.' Vernon joined their regular customer, Jimmy, and sat down to listen to his old friend's latest complaint against his ex-wife. Left alone, Reed pulled out his phone, thought a moment, then finally worked up the courage to call his doctor and confess what he'd done. Luckily, she wasn't with a patient and came to the phone immediately. Hesitant at first, he explained what happened and what he'd been feeling. Don't be so hard on yourself. It wasn't the wisest move on your part, but I'm assuming you used protection? Yeah, oh, we did, he said, the hot flush of embarrassment heating his cheeks. Sex wasn't something he talked about with anyone. It was something he just did, and not that often. When he was a teenager, his hyper-behavior put off a lot of kids in school, and being gay didn't help much either. The girls all thought that meant he automatically liked shopping and wanted to be their best friend, and the few guys he knew who were gay had no interest in his friendship. Almost everything he learned was through the internet until he went away to college and started meeting guys who were more than happy to teach him in person. Are you upset about it? He didn't hurt you, did he? Dr. Child's voice changed from warmly sympathetic to sharply concerned. No, not at all. I mean, not unless you consider my pride. I'm upset with myself for letting him talk me into going back to his hotel room with him. Anything could have happened. I'm not usually that stupid. He tucked the phone under his ear and played with his bracelet. The soothing, repetitive movement helped calm his nerves somewhat. Well, sometimes we get caught up in the emotions of the moment, and we forget to think with our head and go with our heart instead. You can come in if you want, but try to learn from the experience. Sex isn't wrong, and if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like you liked this man— Otherwise, you would have forgotten about him already. Am I wrong? Maybe. Ugh, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know if it's because I haven't been in a relationship in so long, or because I was lonely and let him take advantage of me. I didn't feel this way at the time, but now I'm all panicky about it. If he comes in again, I doubt it. This had one night stand written all over it, and it's been two weeks, and he hasn't come back. But if he does, she said, and Reed had heard that tone before from her. It was the sit up and listen, I'm giving you advice you need to take voice. And you find yourself still attracted to him. There's nothing wrong with acting on those feelings, with the caveat to take it a bit slower. Thanks, Dr. Childs. It had been smart to call. 
He had nothing to feel guilty about that night. It wasn't anything different than what he'd heard so many people talk about in school. Hooking up and finding comfort shouldn't make a person feel bad about themselves. The problem, as he saw it, was if the man returned, Reed wasn't so certain he'd be able to resist him. Drumming his fingers on top of the bar, Reed first focused on calming his runaway thoughts. Once he'd been diagnosed, the doctors had told him to find a way to center his thoughts and gain control of the anxiety that threatened to cripple him. Coupled with his ADHD that made it hard for him to focus for long periods of time, Reed often felt his life stretched out before him as a road full of obstacles, winding on forever but leading him nowhere. Learning to manage what he could and couldn't do was a way for him to control all the thoughts flying by in his head. Oftentimes, he'd want to give up and simply cry. 